Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hey, ladies and gents, I'm here to dispense the latest from the greatest show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We are true with the news and hit the grit with our wit. This is Tanisha Baker bringing you another edition of Talking with T. Our theme this month is just get it popping. So you need to start rolling and rocking and stop delaying things that have been waiting. Get yourself in gear and push forward on your dreams and your goals because only you know what it takes for your big break. Today is July 24th and if today is your birth date, you share it with your birth date mates, Carl Malone, Barry Bonds, Jennifer Lopez, Rick Fox and Kadeem Hardison. Today on the national calendar is National Tequila Day. Today's happy highlights include 15-year-old Kenneth Bennett and his family lost everything earlier this month when their home burned down. The cool thing about this kid is when he goes to his house and he sees the firefighters battling the flames, he didn't think about his loss, but noticed that their cooler was near empty. He spent his last $40 to buy some cases of water, which he immediately took to the fire department. That is a special kid, and I know his family is extremely proud of him, and the firefighters are particularly thankful. Unlike a tragic story we heard on the news this past week, which we'll talk about later, Three good Samaritans jump in a canal to rescue an elderly man who lost control of his truck after his blood sugar had gotten low and he drove into the canal. Three kind-hearted people were able to pull him out of the truck through the passenger side just before the truck went completely underwater. I'm happy today to bring back T's Top Team. Today's top team is Tiara Gwynn, the daughter of Sandy Johnson and Eric Tico Gwynn. Tiara is a 16-year-old rising junior at Austin East Magnet High School, where she is a third-year cheerleader while remaining an honor student and participating in many organizations such as Project Grad, National Achievers, Delta Gems, and the University of Tennessee AIM Academy. It doesn't stop there. Tiara has also given her time to participate in the East Knoxville cleanup and race against racism. Tiara feels it's important to give back to her community and is proud to be a part of these organizations. Tiara plans to attend a university and major in business administration with a focus on accounting. Tiara also enjoys cheering, dancing, and shopping and attends Foster Chapel Baptist Church. Please help me celebrate and congratulate today's T's top team, Tierra Gwynn. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking with T.
bring on Professor J and P.I. Pam, as promised, I'm going to run down the trouble and decades of scandal surrounding the mega-talented R&B singer R. Kelly. Parents of a young lady have accused the megastar of holding their daughter in a cult-like environment along with five other women. It is reported that he dictates what they eat, how they dress, when they bathe, when they sleep, and how they engage in sex, which he records. This really didn't come as a surprise to many, as R. Kelly has had several accusations over the past decade of various misconducts. The first I recall of being suspicious of his character was when he married Aaliyah in 1994. At the time, he was 27 and she was 15. He lied on the marriage certificate and listed her age as 18. He really became under scrutiny when he was accused on 14 counts of child pornography in 2008, but was found not guilty. He has been accused multiple times of having sex with underage girls. Eventually, Aaliyah sued to have the false marriage certificate expunged from public record and a Cook County judge sealed the documents. Then, in 1996, 
He faced a lawsuit from Tiffany Hawkins, who alleged that when she was 15 and he was 24, they engaged in inappropriate sexual conduct. She attempted suicide after R. Kelly broke off their relationship, and he countersued, stating she was demanding money from him and was spreading false allegations that he was the father of her child. Four years later, in 2000, the Chicago Police Sex Crimes Unit opens an investigation into R. Kelly. At that time, they couldn't find any witnesses. But in 2001, an intern with Epic Records sues for sexual harassment. To move this along, in 2002, Patrice Jones files a suit against R. Kelly, claiming he had sex with her when she was 16 got her pregnant, and then pushed her to have an abortion. That same year, Montina Woods filed suit, stating that R. Kelly taped them having sex without her knowledge. Moving forward to 2003, he was arrested in Florida when police seized a camera with images of sex with a minor. Florida indicts him on 12 more counts of child pornography, and this just goes on and on and on. So, back to the latest story, the belief is that the six women who are living with him now appear to be brainwashed and show symptoms of Stockholm Syndrome. You can read the outline of events on a link to the article from Rolling Stones posted on my webpage. The girl whose parents brought this latest scandal to light says she is with R. Kelly by choice, although many doubt that. All of the girls, although young, are of legal age. Well, Another young lady comes forward who chose to remain anonymous and says she was a part of that inner circle and she shares details of R. Kelly's physical, sexual, and psychological abuse. Now, I don't have time today to share all the details that she shared during the show, but I have provided a link to her accounts as well. Again, that's on my webpage, which is www talkingwitht.com and you can look under today's show. Now, if all of that isn't enough to convince you that R. Kelly is a deviant and a menace to society, then nothing will. In the aftermath of the latest discoveries came conversations surrounding the issue of child molestation and abuse that occur too often. We have had multiple stories reporting these incidents, and unfortunately, many families and children suffer this pain in silence without getting help. More tragically, the sexual predators are allowed to roam the streets and are given opportunity to repeat their offenses over and over again. I read an interesting article on BlackDoctor.org that told about the sexual abuse R. Kelly experienced as a child and that his behaviors are reflective of a generational curse that is often found in sex offenders. Many of them were abused and then turned to some sort of sexual deviancy themselves. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while with Professor J and P.I. Pam as we do our review of trending news and hot topics. Now let's get to know it all, Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam, to help us review trending news and hot topics. Well, I guess congratulations are in order for Stevie Wonder on his third marriage this time to Tamika Bracey. Hmm, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> Pam, goodbye. 
The juice was granted parole after serving nine years in prison following his arrest in 2007 for a Las Vegas robbery. After difficulties in repeal and replace of Obamacare, Jay's President Trump says that they should just sit back and wait for Obamacare to fail, in which I agree with John Legend, who said that Trump is willing to let people die just to prove President Obama wrong. Oh, of course, and, you know, Donald Trump doesn't care about the common people anyway. You know, he's all about making himself look good, even though 10, well, actually 11 times out of 10, he ends up looking like a fool. So Right. Well, quicker than Walmart could take it down, they were caught once again in accusations of being a racist retail chain. They had a wig cap with the color marked as the N-word brown. Now, I happened to capture the link and the article and have it available for everyone to see on my webpage under today's show date. Walmart later apologized for the faux pas, but again, too little, too late. I still can't believe that it went through. It had to go through other people that approved it. They, The person just couldn't put it up there themselves. I mean, you know, somebody else had to see it. Well, that's what I was thinking. Someone, first of all, had to design the graphic, right? So right. someone had to actually type it in, right? Right. Then somebody had to upload it to the website. Right. Uh-huh. So, well, several eyes had to have seen it before it was available for the whole world to see. And somebody thought it was pretty funny. I, I, it's just amazing that they just, it even got that far. And I guess maybe they thought nobody was going to notice. I wonder who the first person was that noticed it. Now, keep in mind what the item is. It's a wig cap. So right. that alone should have let them know <laughs> who who was probably going to see it first. Yes, yes. We can put them on the same list with Amazon because, you know, Amazon had about three uh, products that were described as in brown, what, what was it, last month? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. They had, um, I think there was some sort of blanket or throw with that description. Uh, then there was a pillow with that description. And then there was something else. And, of course, the people were outraged. And, you know, I'm, I I use Amazon every now and then myself, and so people were posting it on social media, and I couldn't believe that said products, said products were being described as such. So I went on there myself, and I saw it with all four of my eyes. So Uh-oh. they quickly <laughs> took it down after much outrage. So thankfully, Walmart has seemed to have gotten that off the off of the interwebs and whatnot, but, you know. I already have my own personal biases to a Walmart anyway. It's too busy and it makes my nerves bad. You know, Team Target over here. Can we start okay. a campaign that N-word N brown is not a legit color? Well, actually, by definition, because you know how far I go, it is a description of a color. It's just not acceptable here in the U.S. of A. But that is the label for a color. We just know better than to use it here. And some people say it's the same as Negro, and it's not. It's its own separate color, which describes a color of brown. And where typically Negro will describe a color of black. Black. Okay, Mm -hmm. we had Miss Washington. We knew that. Okay, so if, if I'm hearing you correctly, this color is not in the American Crayola box, but it's somewhere in the international Crayola box somewhere. That's correct. Let me find out. 
Right. <laughs> well, I have something else for you then. Inmates in White County, Tennessee, have been offered reduced jail time for agreeing to a birth control procedure. So both male and female inmates can volunteer. Women actually receive an implant that provides up to like three years of continuous birth control, while the males receive a vasectomy. The judge who signed the order said that he hopes to encourage them to take personal responsibility and give them a chance when they do get out not to be, quote, burdened with children. And he went on to say this gives them a chance to get on their feet and make something of themselves. Now, first of all, I have a problem with the statement being burdened with children. Secondly, what if they already have children? And my final uh, complaint about this whole experiment or whatever the judge is trying to do is that he makes it appear that you can't have personal responsibility and you can't get ahead if you have children. Yeah, and then my question is, what if these criminals or whatever, reform criminals, whatever you want to call them, once they are released, even though they have gone through these procedures, what if they really have no desire to have children anyway? And that doesn't mitigate the fact that, you know, once they're out, God forbid it, you know, they find themselves on the wrong side of the law again. Well, here's my thing. So the offer is a 30-day reduction, okay? If mm -hmm. someone is willing to take that offer, then I'm assuming they haven't committed a serious crime of 10 years, 20 years, or anything like that, because then 30 days is a drop in the bucket, and they're probably going to be too old to have children when they get out of anyway. So I'm thinking this 30-day reduction is more for petty crimes. And, again, okay. it could be young people who really don't – they're right now they're in jail, and all they want is their freedom. And if they're going to reform and rehabilitate these people to take away their option of having children, doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. It doesn't, because most of the ones, like you said, if they if they're getting thirty days out, then they are probably petty crimes, which means they they're probably not that old, and mm -hmm. so they're getting. And then I'm thinking, like the majority of the people that are in jail, mainly are African Americans. If men have right. protected, I mean, it's reversible, yeah. but again, that costs money. So it looks like it's just another. Um, another thing just to, I don't know, it's just crazy that they would just want to. The majority of people that have already signed up were African Americans and, and a few Latinos. Mm -hmm. So, you mm -hmm. know, when they get out and they're young and they just, you know, anybody will do anything if they're in jail to get out. 30 days is a long time for people in jail. So they're probably just eager to get out anyways, not even thinking about the, you know, the consequences of having a vasectomy. You know, the women is okay because it's just short term. But I'm speaking on the men that's going to do it, and they're just, you know. I hear where you going, Pam. Why? So, you know, I, I just don't think it's a good call. But of course, that's good old Tennessee for you. Um, yeah, it is. And then we continue to be reminded of the callousness and cruelty that are lurking within many of our youth that have been desensitized and seem to lack empathy for others. Now, some Florida teens hit the headlines when they recorded a man drowning. And they can even be heard laughing as they recorded this video. 
and the police chief wants to bring the teams up on charges. But actually what they did isn't a crime. Now, the family of the victim is now advocating a law to change that. And this started a whole social media debate about whether those teens, which I think were like 14 to 16, should go to jail or not. Well, by law, they did not commit a crime. And, you know, I looked it up because I was thinking, shame on them. Really, I was thinking somebody needed to be somewhere whooping their you-know-whats. But one simple phone call could have saved that man's life. And he asked for help multiple times as they mocked him. The thing is, it's not a law. You're only required to assist someone if you have a relationship with them, meaning they're a relative, your child, your spouse, if they're a student, or your patient. So according to the law as it stands, they didn't legally do anything wrong. I think just the humanity in us made us infuriated at the fact that they did this altogether. But they're young and stupid, so I'm not sure where I stand on the whole charges thing. You know, I don't know how they were raised. And I'm not accusing anybody, but at the age of 14, a lot of kids do stupid things. That is a little much, but I don't know about having a criminal record if it's not a law. And they never said exactly what the man, was he alone out there? I mean, they said he he, they, he walked straight into the pond, straight right. into the deep, deep part. So I'm wondering what was, you know, what led to that for him to... It's, I mean, it's irrelevant because he, you know, they sat there and didn't try to help him. They could have called somebody. Yes, and called somebody. Well, from what I understand, he had had an argument with some family member or fiancé or somebody prior to, which I'm not sure the connection of that. But the point is, these kids these days, I don't know, we're not developing empathy or... It speaks to the, the control that social media has over a lot of our young people, you know. They feel that everything is worthy of going live over good, bad, ugly, whatever. I mean, you got these young people who record these Facebook, uh, these videos and post them on Facebook of folks fighting, uh, oftentimes to blood and where these uh, people are being injured. So, you know, that that's another example of how, like you said, people are becoming desensitized based on the prevalence and the uh, accessibility of social media and people thinking that, okay, perhaps this is going to be funny or perhaps this is going to be entertaining, when in fact it's really not. Right. Well, Mr. Funny Man, Kevin Hart, was caught cheating on his now pregnant wife, Aniko Parrish. And, of course, he denies the allegations, but from what I saw in the video, I don't know how he's going to get out of that. Right. And that goes to show you that, how you get them is how you lose them. I bet she thought it was real funny when she was messing around with him on his wife. She probably didn't think about karma coming back. Mm. Mm. So I don't feel no sympathy for her. Yeah, yeah. So R. Kelly and Kevin Hart aren't the only two that hit the news this past week. Usher reportedly paid a woman he allegedly infected with herpes. And he is accused of having unprotected sex without disclosing he had the virus, which is believed he actually contracted in 2009 or 2010. I wonder what his new wife thinks of this. Now, as a side note, the Center for Disease Control says that about one in six people, one in six, that's S-I-X, people in the U.S. between the ages of 14 and 49 have genital herpes. What? 
And then I see another woman has come out and said he and Texas Harris, and she's suing him for ten million. This just came out within the last day. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. I guess she said she was too embarrassed to say something before, but now since she see money involved, I guess she said, "Well, I better go ahead and say something since I got it." Mm. Well, has Usher said anything in response to these? Uh, in response to this, uh, seems like I saw somewhere that he said something on Twitter. I didn't get a chance to see exactly what it was or what. I haven't seen him say anything, but I did see they tried to come for his ex-wife, and she said, I do not discuss information about clowns. She's a leading clowns over there. It has nothing to do with me. I'm STD-free, and that's all that matters. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. They did, um, in the link to the story that I shared on the web page, they do have the transcript. And so basically... The woman goes to the doctor, finds out that she's infected, where she had started getting sick and it had some other gross symptoms that she had to let her know that something was wrong. But anyway, she goes to the doctor, finds out, gets in touch with him. He goes to his doctor and finds out he has, he's an atypical carrier or something like that, and apologizes to her and tells her he will take care of all the medical bills. So there is your confession so to speak, right there. So I'm not sure that he's responded to the stories, but according to the court transcript, then it actually happened. And she was a bridesmaid in his wedding. Ain't that crazy? What? She was one of his bridesmaids, one of his wife's bridesmaids. In the first wedding or the second one? The first wedding with Tamika. Is that a nice Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, in that wedding. She was a bridesmaid. Mm Mm-mm-mm. Well, before we get off, let me uh, share a story that landed in the Crazy Chronicles this week, which features a man from Texas who's been arrested after police identified the body of a dead woman in his trunk as his wife. Now, the crazy thing is this man drove 17 hours with his wife's dead body in the car to meet a woman he met online. And the police said that the wife had been missing for a few days. So the Quaylen Harris is charged with abuse of a corpse under a million-dollar cash bond. I'm trying to figure out why he isn't charged with murder unless they haven't figured out how she died. So I'm assuming that's why the cash bond is so high. But there are several questions I have here because none of that makes sense. If the wife is dead and you didn't have anything to do with it, Why not leave her where she is? Now, I understand they were going through a divorce, so they weren't even living together. Now, if you killed her, why put her in the trunk of the car and drive her to the new girlfriend's house for 17 hours at that? Now, that's that's just crazy. When we were preparing for today's show, you know, we were talking, and that, you know, that word that Tarika asked if she could say on the show. And you do remember my response, don't you? (laughs) Right. Let's just say that word is is on the tip of my tongue, and it adequately (laughs) expresses my confusion to the whole thing. See, this this is week three. See, the way my mouth is set up, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm going to help you out, Jay. We're going to keep you lifted up in prayer and Pray that the cushion subsides down because I know it's been rising for the past several weeks. And so we're going to pray that we can subdue the cushion. And 
because I'm confused <laughs> by that last. Just real confused. <laughs> and I can't say what I want to say because you said we can't say it on the show. Well, you know what? And, and once he got to the girlfriend's house, was he going to leave the body in the truck the whole time? You know, or? You know what? No, I don't. I don't okay, I don't okay. Okay. No, let's, let's not. No. <laughs> can go, that can go too far. Okay, all right. Well, that's it for this bit then, and I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And if it's appropriate for the show, you know I'm going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. As I always say, there is just way too much going on in the news and media to report it all on the show. But you can find out more information on the stories we do report by visiting the Talking With T webpage. So stay engaged and keep up with trending news and hot topics by visiting www.talkingwitht.com and following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join me each day on social media to participate in the conversations and sometimes debates as we highlight news, stories, and issues from our community, our nation, and our world. As you noticed earlier, I'm back on track with nominations for Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens. So if you would like to help celebrate positive people doing positive things, visit www.talkingwitht.com to nominate a candidate for one of these honors. Well, once again, we've come to the end. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, or Google Music. New shows will continue to drop each Monday. Now you can visit the webpage and the latest edition of Talking With T will be available on the homepage. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.